Hey guys, hopefully you can hear me alright. It's uh, it's of course in the middle of the night, family's asleep. Hopefully I'm not loud, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna whisper because it just sounds weird and I don't, I don't want to whisper. I'm just gonna talk lightly. We have the, we have the air on, so I'm pretty sure my sound is muffled. It's been about it's been about a month since we or since we since we talked or at least I talked and you listened <laughs> but yeah it's been a month since I put up an episode it's been I wouldn't say difficult but it's been uh it's been trying it's been challenging this isn't going to be an episode this is going to be just a I guess event slash update so that you guys kind of know what's going on because I'm not I'm not I'm hopefully I'm not disappearing again that's not going to happen but it's just been a little hectic around the household and today was one of those days it just got to the point of uh, kind of just family breakdown I guess and it it's not it's not my fault or anything but the the family's been cooped up in the house and they're just going it's just going it gets crazy I guess I don't know my father is impatient let's just put it that way and it doesn't make a, it doesn't make a great combination with any situation. But it's a, yeah, today was one of those days it just everything kind of just boiled over. I, I probably I was in my room ninety eight percent of the day. <clears throat> it was also really hot out, so. And I pretty much was laying in bed for the whole day. I mean, I got up to go to the bathroom, I got up to eat, I walked outside for like maybe a few minutes, but I was in my room in my bed for the whole day. And I I really wanted to just muster up the initiative, the enthusiasm to just make this I don't even think it's for anyone else except for me to get it out of my head the last months have been monotonous, repetitive Uh, I like to pride myself on the fact that I don't feel like I'm in the midst of like any depression or sad or you know suicidal but sometimes I I not go fully back into those things but I I just it it comes back and it kind of it, it feels familiar especially in these situations because I did absolutely nothing today was I like sad like not really but I was drained energetically and 
I was neither nor sad nor happy, really. Yeah, sure, I smiled if I watched like a TikTok video or something, but it's it's draining sometimes being in a household of people who don't understand you. I'm very much the quiet one in the family. I keep to myself. I point out something if it's wrong. I say something if something's wrong. I'm not afraid to tell my dad what's up if he's doing something stupid or if he's yelling like he did today. Like, that's what I did. And I'm not afraid to tell him to get out of my room and stay away from me and be quiet. Like, I'm not afraid of that. Some people don't have the luxury of being a six foot, 270 pound person and their father is shorter and considerably smaller. So I have an advantage of being able to get away with saying certain things and knowing that my father can't physically abuse me because I would most likely hurt him if he tried or at least stopped him. I actually wouldn't hurt him because I never hurt anyone in my life. I've let people hurt me. One of the big things that man that's uh that's some truth. I let people hurt me usually. Cause I know I can take it. I've taken it my entire life. Not from my family but from other people. I'm the kind of person that will always accept the pain over having someone else take it because I'm used to it. But at this point, it really sucks because it backfires when you try to open up to people and be vulnerable. All you can think about is, oh, maybe they're just going to hurt me. And it sucks. It really sucks. That's kind of what I'm going through right now. I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to learn to let go. And it's really hard. It's not easy. I'm really trying not to cry right now. It's in the middle of the night, I don't need to be <laughs> a mess. Crying's good, don't get me wrong, express yourself. But you have to understand, I've I've been up and I've been up and down, up and down, up and down for the last year. For the last year, May twenty first was a year since me and my ex broke up. I would, I would be lying if I said I didn't miss her. That's saying a lot because she's the one that broke up with me and left. There's no bad feelings, there's no bad blood. She just decided that it was more important for her to work on herself and do her own thing on her own. And I, I respected that and let her do it. Was it hard? Yeah. I wasn't ready to give up on a relationship that I put in like 
a million percent into. I put everything into it. I put everything into it. I remember the first month we were together. I don't even think it was. I don't even think it was a month. Maybe a month. It was maybe a month and a half after. You know, we were in a long distance relationship. She was down south at school, and I was still here at community college. And I just, you know, I, I really wanted to see her and be with her. So I started planning trips down to see her through, like, basically going on Amtrak. And I would say for the for the three years she was down there, I. I took Amtrak down there to see her quite a bit. I would say every other month for the first year. And then the second year was kind of off and all, like, you know, every two months. And then maybe, you know, a month, like every other month. Or at the longest, I think we went like three months without seeing each other. That was the longest. But I, I committed so much and I did so much. I put my own money down to buy, like, tickets and then eventually we started doing, I started doing rental cars because being the person I am and like, I think about the relationship and I think about, I think about everything like very considerately and generously. And so in my mind, taking Amtrak hindered our, our, um, our mobility within the little, the little town we were in. Like we had to walk everywhere and take the bus, which she did all the time. She was used to it. But being the person I am and being the nice person I am, I I thought to myself, you know, I have, I have I'm making enough money I can afford to pay for like a couple days of a rental car. So I think the last year of her school, I paid for I don't know, I think it was maybe like at least six or seven rental cars. Like that was six or seven trips I took down there. And I bought a rental car. It was it was like thirty five dollars a day, forty dollars a day, something like that. At the most, never over a hundred dollars. And I would use I would usually get them for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then take it back on Monday. So then we would have it for the whole weekend. I was there, and it made it so much easier because we could go anywhere we want, do anything we want, like versus like oh we need to go get groceries if we didn't have a rental car it was like okay well we had to we had to catch the bus at this time it's like okay so we got like five minutes catch the bus go pick up groceries we're taking all the groceries that were like i'm carrying like three bags she's carrying like two we take those on the bus it, it was the it wasn't hard it was just it was time consuming i enjoyed every minute of it because i was with her do I wish it was a little more efficient? Yeah, I, I do wish it was like, you know, there's times where we were like, well, let's just get an Uber. We'll get an Uber there and then get an Uber back. And then, you know, that makes it like 85% more easy when you do, when you do groceries. And I, I used to, I loved going to the store with her because we would just walk around, <laughs> find all the different stuff we wanted look at all the stuff that we didn't need but wanted we'd find things that were like oh man this looks good and it it was it was nice it was peaceful it was it wasn't simple but it was 
it was what I needed at that time. Or at least what I wanted. It maybe wasn't what I needed, but it, it didn't hurt. But I did so much for that, for that relationship. I did so much. And I don't regret any of it. I, I would... I would do it all again in a heartbeat. Just just to experience those those couple of years we had together that were amazing. I would experience the pain of breaking up with her again. I'd put it on repeat for the rest of my life if I could. Savor the good parts, learn from the bad. But again, that's the kind of person I am. I'll take the pain. I'll, I'll risk being hurt to make sure the other person is taken care of. And it sucks sometimes because I just want someone that will do the same for me. The one thing that I probably crave the most is having security. Having someone I could just lie next to and hug and then feel very safe. I don't have that anymore. I don't have a place I can just go to forget everything and be safe. I don't have that. And I think that's the one thing that threw me out of balance and out of whack. I had to find I had to find safety within myself. And the, the hardest thing is realizing that you're running away from the pain inside yourself and you're finding safety in others. And I'm slowly learning that. I gotta find safety within myself first before I can ever find safety in someone else. And that goes for the same thing with love. I love myself, I do. I know I can protect myself. I know I'm safe with myself. And I'm becoming better. Far more better than I was when... A year ago. I look back on all the stuff I did for her. And... I think... Anyone that would be in a relationship with me... would be treated more than more than they could imagine they'd be treated with extremely generous love and unconditional like when I love someone it's not just love it's commitment and vulnerability and that's what I gave her did she give me all of that back? No. Did I accept that? Yeah. But I gave her everything. I opened up to her about everything that happened to me in my life. Everything that I was afraid of. All my future goals, all my plans, everything that I want to do with her. Everything that I hoped that we would have been able to do in the future. 
I put that all out on the table for her. She tried to give me some of her own vulnerabilities and stuff, but she never really opened up to me. <clears throat> and that was the first red flag, I think. She, I don't know, she was afraid to be vulnerable from the be from somewhat of the beginning. Well, at least until, and at least when it started getting more serious, she realized, like, oh shit, if I open up and get vulnerable, I'm gonna get attached, and if I get attached, that means I have to be committed, and if I'm committed, that means I can't go find anyone else if I don't, if this doesn't work. That's her thought process. She just thought about, you know, what if this doesn't work and I'm committed? She just thought about that. She thought that she was gonna end up with the wrong person, and she needed to go out and make sure there's no one else out there that fit that's good for her and honestly i in my head i knew i knew in the back of my mind i'd never wanted to believe it but i knew that she was going to walk away and that eventually she would walk back and she would say you know i took for granted what we had and i see how good of a relationship we did have together and how much you did care and how much I fucked up. That's what that's what I imagine her saying, but that's that's a pipe dream, I guess. And she's too stubborn to to do that. But maybe she'll prove me wrong. I don't know. Would I ever take her back? That's a good question. That's probably the question I ask myself every day. That's the question that keeps me from... Probably... Finding other people to put my love into. And you're probably thinking, why would you go back to someone that hurt you? She wasn't an abusive person. She wasn't mean to me. She wasn't any of those things. Yes, she said some insensitive things, but that was only because she was, she's, she was, and she might still be emotionally immature. And I don't fault her on that because we've all been there. But she never said anything that, that was abusive. She never did that. I know what she did. I know what kind of person she is. 90% of her is a good person and she's a loving person the other 10% is the part that she needs to grow and that's her emotions and vulnerability and she knows that but she's probably too scared to handle it she's probably drinking a lot um, I mean right now she can't really go out and do anything so she's probably just overworking herself to the point of exhaustion trying to stay busy because she doesn't want to stop and think about what's been going through her head probably the last year you're probably asking me oh how do you even know that you there's a part of me that a lot of people don't know nor do I share this with anybody and I, I don't think I don't even know if I mentioned this on any other podcast I think I have but I don't even think I went in depth on it
You can think I'm crazy. I don't really care. I've been bullied my entire life, so I'm used to it. I have thicker skin than most, and it keeps most of the pain away and the criticism at bay, at least the criticism that I, that's not good for me. Um, uh, I would say probably in September-ish, uh, I found out that uh, I, I'm, I'm more of an empath than I thought. Like, I never really considered myself an empath, nor did I really know what that was. I knew empathy, and I knew that, but I didn't know what an empath was. Um, I'm, I'm basically an intuitively psychic empath. Am I, can I tell the future? No. I cannot tell the future. Can, am I clairvoyant? No. Can I read your mind? No. What I, what I know, what I know... What I know what I can do is basically if I'm talking to someone and they tell me about something that happened that was really emotional, uh, I usually, if it's like anger, fear, uh, sadness, excitement, I can, I'm trying to control it better because sometimes I just, it's open all the time and I just, I take in emotions like crazy, but I can feel the emotions and I can usually like feel them legitimately and it, I, I feel exactly what that person's feeling without experiencing what they went through for example if I'm watching like a video and they're talking about like oh you know someone passed away and they're crying usually within seconds like just seeing them and seeing them in that seeing someone cry and talk about this my entire emotional uh, state will change to that and I'll feel like I want to cry just like them and I'll feel this this deep well of emotion turning and I'll I'll I'll, I'll just everything starts going and I'll, and I'll and I'll feel sad or I'll feel happy it sucks because sometimes I I can't I can't stop from things coming in, so one of the big things I have to actually regulate is how much news I watch, because hearing about all the, all the deaths, and, you know, talking about everyone who's dying, you know, and all the story, all the sob stories, everything, not, I'm not making fun of them, I'm just saying they're sob stories, they make me emotional, so... I can't watch the news basically because just them saying, oh, 2 million people or, you know, uh, 300,000 people have died, that, that triggers emotions inside of me that make me feel the pain of loss and sadness. I feel what everyone else is feeling when they lose someone. And it's, it's, sometimes it really sucks because I just want to be able to like watch something without being emotional. But it just takes, it takes just like one little thing to trigger it really. And it, it comes flooding in. So when people, if I'm talking to someone and they're telling me about something that happened 
I try to not, I'm not block it, but see it, realize it, validate it, but not let it overtake me emotionally. I can recognize it and see it and understand that there's, they're hurting, but it doesn't do them any good if I'm like sitting there hurting with them and crying and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, sometimes it is great to cry, but if someone's coming to me and they, they want to talk to me, you know, I'm there to listen and be kind of like the strong shoulder and I can do that. It's just hard. Cause I, I, I feel, I feel things more than I know things. It's more, it's a feeling. It's not, it's not like knowing. Like, you know, with people that have studied things and they have knowledge and they just know, like it's there in a little database in their head and they just go to it like a Rolodex. That's how some people work for me. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling. It's just like this gut feeling you get. That's, that's like how I, how I explain it. And sometimes it feels like emotions. Sometimes it's like an epiphany. You know, you get like this, like, like this odd weird shock through your head, down your spine. You get like a shiver, you get goosebumps, like all these little triggers mean something to me when I'm, when I'm focused on something or if I'm doing things and trying to get answers or talking to someone, those are all little nuances I pick up on. But, uh, that's, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I, I am the person I am and I put in the effort into really, like, I express myself through I don't identify myself through relationship. I I don't identify myself through relationship because that's not healthy. I can identify myself as an individual, but my my prime expression, like being able to express being me and expressing myself completely, only happens when I'm in a relationship and I'm in love. And I'm trying to get to the point where I can have that with myself. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Because almost for the last four years, I've been expressing myself in a relationship. And now I have to express myself without that. And I can do that, but it's, it's it's a little harder now. It's a little harder now. But like I said, I did a lot for her. Amtrak, I went down there. I did rental cars. Being able to go to the ocean whenever we wanted. That's what I thought about when I was like, you know, do I take Amtrak or do I take a rental car? (coughs) And I I was willing to spend the money because in my head I was thinking... Well, if I get a rental car, we can do all these things, spend more time together, have more time, you know, she can get to school quicker. I thought, I, I thought about all the, I, I considered her, we considered our time together. I can, I, I was considerate, overly considerate maybe, but I was considerate nonetheless. 
and that's how I made most of the decisions in the relationship. I look at it and like, how does it benefit the other person and the relationship? Benefiting me is like the last thing on the list. I don't look at what benefits me. I look at because as long as it's benefiting the other person in the relationship and the relationship, it, it I will always be okay. <clears throat> but that's the problem. Like I need someone who can see that <sighs> I put in a lot, and sometimes I put in too much. I guess I just really want someone to be like, you know what? Don't pay for the rental car. Let me pay for it. Or let me come and see you. Let, let's go somewhere else instead and I'll pay for it. Like, I want someone who's willing to do that. Because I already know what kind of person... I know what I, I do in relationships and I put in everything. I put in everything. I put in everything. And I want someone to... I want someone to see that and be able to be like, you know, I'm 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 doing everything now. Let me do something for you. You don't need to do everything. We're a team. I want to do something. And I never really got that out of out of her. I maybe I guess in the entire span of the relationship, I think maybe oh gosh. Her actually doing something for me like versus just the normal relationship things that you do like she I don't I, I'm trying to think of like I can tell you all the things I did for her you know I, I spent the time to take her up to Reno Sparks and we got an Airbnb for the weekend We went camping on the coast, and I planned that. And I got the truck ready and got everything ready for that. I did a lot of things for her. The excuse she would give me that she didn't want to spend money was... She wanted to save money. Mind you, she probably had more money than I did at the time. I never, I never, I never questioned her on that. I'm like, you know what, yeah, save your money. Because she was going to school. And I wanted her to save money. But, you know, she, when, when I did need help financially, she was there. And that's, here, there's, this is the difference. You ask me, would you, would you consider going back with her? I would consider going back with her. On the idea that in the beginning, you know we had we had tr we did trust each other to an extent we needed to tr we needed to trust each other more but if i needed money and i needed help with something she would always always be willing to to help me no matter what and she did she did she helped me financially i paid her back even after we broke up i paid her back as the kind of person i am yeah, sure, I could have kept the money because we broke up. I was like, oh, that deal's over. We don't need to worry. It's like, no. I made it, we made it, you know, she she loaned me money. And I wanted, I paid her back. I paid her back. You know, it's, it, that, that's the way it works. Did she want me to pay her back? Yeah, of course. It was, a, it was a good, it was a good sum of money. And 
There was no way I was going to take that much money from her in the first place. I was going to pay her back no, no matter what. That's the kind of person I am. I would feel bad taking that much money. I'd feel guilty. So paying it back makes me feel good. And I did that. Did she say thank you? No. And you know what? It was it was after the breakup, and I'm not. I wasn't expecting a thank you. I just wanted to give her the money back. That's it. <sighs> yeah, I, it's just that's been on my mind a lot. I guess I have this feeling that she's gonna she's gonna pop back up at some point. I don't know when. But at the same time, I'm still, I'm trying to, like, I'm really trying to move forward, you know, with the people in my life. But I keep fucking it up every, every chance, you know. You know, I have, I have a friend, she's, she's been, we've been friends for a while. We've been friends probably since 2013-ish, maybe 2014, I'm trying, I can't remember. It was off and on. It was very much... Um, it was friends through uh, organization. But we... we we After a while, we hung out... out outside of... Um, I'm just getting comfortable because I'm talking. We hung out... After... Afterwards... A lot more... Throughout the years. Once... We both kind of left this organization... And we did a lot of stuff. We we collaborated on things together, and we had fun. We did we hung out and stuff. Um, and it was it was during it was when I was with my ex. So it was it was it was it was I, I want to say it was different because I was emotionally stable. Um, I had I had someone, so I wasn't looking for anyone, and she was with someone, and there was a there was an unsaid there was an unsaid. Uh, etiquette, you know, that most people should know, but, you know, she was, of course she was cute, but I knew she was with someone, and that never crossed my mind, that never, only thing crossed my mind was, she's my friend, we're hanging out, we're gonna do this stuff, we're gonna do that stuff, that was it, nothing, nothing of romantic, uh, anything of a romantic gesture, romantic gesture, romantic mind thought, or romantic thoughts came through, none of that at any point, you know, um, and and the only reason, it was because I was with someone that I cherished and loved a lot, a lot, so I was never looking for anyone else, I was happy, I was completely happy, so, and it, that's kind. Of, that's the kind of. I don't know. That's the kind of person I am. I'm trying to sell you on what kind of person I am. I don't need to sell you on it. I know who I am. But for reference, I'm just saying. But yeah, we hung out and did stuff. We did a bunch of things, projects, for a while, and then uh, eventually, kind of school kind of came in a little more heavier. And we just didn't hang out for, I think it was about a year. It was a year. And then she finally reached out around September of this year. A couple days before uh, my four-year anniversary. 
with my ex. We were already broken up at that point, but uh, that was on my mind. A lot more so back then. I don't know, right now it feels like it's still there, but I'm just not emotionally being torn up by it anymore. That's not true, actually. I wanted to vent on here because of the emotional tear. So, yeah, it's still affecting me after a year. Yeah, I'm not going to lie about that or try to avoid it. It's still affecting me after a year. But I'm, I guess I'm more grounded and stable and I realize it. I'm not like running away. I'm not trying to run away from it. But we've been hanging out since September. And I guess from the very beginning it was a lot. It was different from the other times we hung out. It was it was it was familiar and it was like we kind of just it, it, it kind of like we never missed a step as they say because as soon as I saw her again it, you know it felt like my friend and I there was no it wasn't it wasn't any different than any other time we've hung out and it, it, it I was comfortable within seconds of being around her like odd like very odd like oddly comfortable like I usually don't I'm usually not comfortable with people when I first are, are like are around them that being said I've been around her before and we've hung out and I'm comfortable with her anyways but she had she you know she had changed and things have happened in her life and she was she was it was she was different and basically I was expecting like to be a little awkward and like nervous and different but as soon as I walked in it felt that it felt like it felt like it felt like home comfortable because I used to I used to go over there almost every every weekend before like before we stopped hanging out like I used to hang out with her almost every weekend when I could when I was in school I remember summer we I would be out there I'd be hanging out with her maybe twice a week I remember at one point I was running out of gas money and I was like, I can't make it out anymore because I don't have any gas money. That's how much we were hanging out. So, and that was when I was in a relationship and she was in a relationship. And I, we were, we're talking now, it was, it was this September. And come to find out, you know, her relationship ended. That's a whole, that's not a story that I'm not, I'm not getting into that's not my place to talk about it but it ended mine ended and we were in we were kind of both in a almost the same spot um she had different circumstances and different things going on a little um more extreme than mine let's just say that but it was nice having someone to talk to and also listen to and hear what they went through and you know how they're doing and how they're going through and how they're getting through it and I think within the 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 first week maybe I want to say it was like the first day I I hung out with her uh mind you I'm gonna say this with the most like this is with a lot of love and this is mostly just because I want you to have a reference um, she, how do I even say this? I wouldn't say she was my type, 
when I first met her. You know, she wasn't... I didn't find her attractive to be in a relationship with her. Like, oh, you know, this is someone I could, you know... Uh, I could get to know. And, like, no, she was, a, she was a really good friend. And she's always been a really good friend. And I went in there with that same mindset. Like, she's a good friend. I had no mindset of, like, oh, man, this could be my next relationship. This is going to be the next person I'm with. Yeah. Like, no. I had... There was no... Because but you have to understand my thought process was coming from when we were both in relationships and we just hung out. And, you know, she was cute, but she was not someone, she was not my, she wasn't the person I would, you know, end up, I think I would end up with. Or at least I, I, you know, would think I would end up with, right? We, you know, we think that and then we find out later, it's like, oh man, I ended up with a person I never thought I'd end up with. Like, that happens. That happens. It's, I mean, that technically happens with my ex but oh that's that's another story not really but she I mean we both didn't really find each other uh, attractive me and my ex in the beginning but we hung out so much that it we grew on each other I guess because we were friends way before we were friends for let me see how long was it? it wasn't long but it was at least Was it the first or second? It was the second trip. Uh, I guess it was two months. Yeah, that's not very long, is it? <laughs> Compared to right now. But we were we hung out a lot for like two months. We were friends. And we hung out quite a bit. And eventually <laughs> it was... It was a summer, I think it was like the end of summer, we went on our own trip, we went on, we went on a a camping trip with just the students, no teacher, nothing, and, um, I think at that point I, I had, I kind of liked her, you know, but in my head I was like, oh, she probably doesn't like me, because she was, in my head she's like, oh, she's too cute, she probably doesn't like me, and all that, because she was, to me she was really cute, I thought she was like, like oh my gosh she's she's amazing she's beautiful like there's no way she'd like me you know I'm just a big ogre she doesn't like you know <laughs> but come to find out like she eventually I guess fell for me at some point because we hung out and she got to know me and she was having so much trouble trying to figure out how she was going to tell me that she liked me And I guess everyone else in the entire camping trip knew that we liked each other because we were talking to all our friends about it. And so everyone else knew that we liked each other. But no one hinted on the fact that, oh, yeah, you guys, you guys like each other. Like, they never, they they didn't do that. Like, they kind of let it linger for the trip. And I think on the second to last day, that night before, we were watching, uh, the Pallades, uh, um, what is it called? The meteor shower. <laughs> we were watching the Pallades meteor shower, and I decided to like get up and I left a little earlier because I was kind of shivering. I was cold. I had like I didn't have a blanket or anything because I was like, oh, it was, it's summer, but we were in the mountains. It got cooler, and so I went back. I was like, oh, I was gonna go to bed. I went to bed. And supposedly that night, I guess, she was asking everyone, like, how am I supposed to tell them I like them? And they were all giving her advice. 
because they knew that I liked her. They weren't going to tell her, though, because they wanted her to go and, like, do it. But they were just, like, giving him, giving her advice, like, you know, just go up to him and say you want to talk and, uh, and, you know, tell him. <laughs> it was, this was, like, probably the cutest thing that I had ever witnessed, and I didn't realize it until after the fact, but I was in the truck, I was kind of sweeping out some, uh, wood scraps from bringing firewood up. I had a carpet in the back of the truck to keep things from rolling around during the summer. Uh, and I was in there doing that and she comes by like we're we're like we're friends at this point so it's like I she's coming by it's like okay that's cool and I kind of liked her so I didn't mind her being around and she was like oh what are you doing I was like oh, I'm just cleaning out the truck getting some of the wood I was like oh, okay so I, and I think she she got in the truck and she's like oh I need to tell you something it's like oh well, yeah what's up well, no, before that, no, before that, she she was acting really weird. She was like, it's like, oh, my stomach hurts. It's like, oh, do you, like, do you want you to just lay down in the truck? And do you want, like, I had, I had Tums, because I know uh, sometimes calcium chews help with your stomach if it's, like, really upset. It kind of tones it down and stops it from bubbling so much. It's like, oh, here, do you want a Tums? And I go grab a Tums, not knowing her stomach hurts because she's so nervous because she's trying, she wants to tell me that she likes me. That's that's basically why her stomach was hurting and so I was like I was going I was going to try to find it and she's like no 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 it's like and it's like oh are you sure it's like yeah and it's like I need to tell you something so okay what 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 do you need to tell me and she like she comes over and she's like she whispers she whispers into my ear and I'm like I put my ear in something she's like I like you (laughs) and I don't really say anything or like express anything I don't know if I remember if I smiled and the first thing I say it was kind of pretentious now that I think about it and I'm like I know and I technically did know she liked me but it was like I said it was it was intuitively so I didn't I doubted it it wasn't like a for sure thing like oh yeah I know she likes me she's already said no I like I, intuitively I was like I I know she likes me we've been hanging out like I knew that but then you know of course humans we doubt so I doubted sometimes and she told me and from then on we we it was it was it was a little more chill her stomach stopped her stomach stopped hurting so that was good excuse me god damn excuse me guys i'm sorry that came out of nowhere but yeah so i thought that was really cute because like she was really nervous she was and the thing is I, I give her props I give her a lot of props for that because um I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna say anything and so I'm really glad she did say something because if she hadn't we wouldn't have you know had an amazing three almost four years together and even at the end it was it was it was it was a little it was challenging at the end but uh, I still loved her to the very end. Do I still love her? I, yeah, it's still there. But it's 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 pushed it's pushed to the side right now. It's not. It's definitely not number one right now. It's not. It's not priority. It's not something I focus on. Mostly just because I need to let it go and move on, no matter what. 
that's the main thing. It's like I have to move. I have to move on and let go. Even if my mind is like, well, you know, she's coming. She might come back, and you guys might get back together. So, but I can't keep. I can't keep holding on to something that may come back. Like, if it comes back, it comes back. If we, if we, if somehow we decide that we want to do start a relationship again, then that's for the future. But right now, I'm focused on moving forward with myself um, and trying to be open and vulnerable to the people that are around me. And that's the hardest thing with the person I'm, I'm, I'm talking to now, my friend. You know, we've had a lot of up and downs. The person I'm talking to. Um, as of September that I was talking about earlier, uh, she, she's been with, she's been at my side for months, for better and for worse, like, I've, I've been in an emotional roller coaster for her, I think, and it sucks, because I've, I've never, first, I need this, I need to make this very clear. I've never said anything or done anything to hurt her abusively. And I've never said anything that uh, that is uh, that's basically abusive or slanderous or um hard. I've never that's not that's not I've never done that. Have I been uh, have I made mistakes in saying things that I shouldn't have? Assuming things that I shouldn't have? Yes. It was mostly out of fear though. You know, being afraid that she's using me. It's like, yeah, I've I said that, and it hurt her. It hurt her feelings, and it, it emotionally hurt her. And mostly, the things that have hurt her are my own fears. Basically, is what it is. My fears, you know, they bubble up as soon as like. I feel like every time we get close to being close to committing to each other, at some point, I my alarms go off and I start doubting and fearing and like oh no I can't do I I can't do this again because I'm I'm for some reason my my brain is still comparing the future relationships with the past one or at least with the way it ended you know and honestly it didn't really end that bad yeah, she threw away my love and my trust, and she didn't want to try, and she didn't want to work on it, and she walked away. That was the end of it. Was there more to it? I don't know. She never told me. She's not talking to me. She has not told me, so I don't know. And maybe I'll never know. That's fine. I can live with that. I just need to learn to move forward and, you know, be able to get the things I deserve in my life, and my friend who's in my life now is someone who's helped me a lot in growing and I'm really trying to help her grow too because I think we're both very emotionally stubborn and I think we're both very we're both very afraid of experiencing the past again and that's I, I think that's the one thing that kind of makes me uh, 
I, I, I love her a lot. I do. The person I'm talking to now. The person that's been with, that's been around me since September. We've been friends. We've been friends for a while, but we've been talking consistently. Well, the last this pandemic in the last month and a half, we've <sighs> communication has broken down. Um, I think I think I think the the last I think maybe that's I think I have emotionally broke her down to a point where. I think she's seeing that the way that I have been afraid and fearing and the way it's hurting her is it's burdensome and she may not ever admit it but I think that's one of the reasons why she's not eager to like come back and talk to me she's working through a lot of stuff and Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she just decides to go and move forward and do her own thing, you know? I wouldn't fault her on that because maybe I'm not ready for um, commitment or anything of that sort. And I know that she, I know that she, I want to be your friend and I know she wants that. It's just, it's hard giving people what they want when you don't get what you want. And it takes a lot of vulnerability to do that. It takes all, and it's hard because you think, well, it should just be equal. It's like, I think with this situation, it it has to be, it has to take, it has to be one person being able to give without take, without wanting first to show trust and to show vulnerability. And I thought maybe I could do that. Like, oh, you know, I can I can be friends with her and do all these things with her and not want to be in a relationship with her immediately. But I, I was wrong because the hardest thing is being around her and being her friend, but not being able to be that emotional... Um, to be to be intimate, basically to be a partner with her, to be in a relationship with her, on an intimate level, a more romantic level, in a partnership, a, tr- a a stronger bond, basically. That was hard for me because I f- I felt all these like like I felt I when we hang out I I I'm happy. I'd much rather be hanging out with her than being at home and she knows that and it sucks because like right now my household is like it's toxic for me but when I'm with her there's no there's nothing but like there's nothing but love and support and I can just I can be me and that's why I've that that's why I have fallen in love with her I shouldn't say fallen I should say grown to love her I don't think anyone should fall in love because it hurts I think you should grow into love and that takes being a friend and moving forward slowly and that's kind of what we've been doing it's just really hard because we both want certain things first and we're stubborn 
she wants to be friends and work on projects before she ever thinks about getting in a relationship and I respect that and I really want to be able to be there and do that with her without cons- without expecting um, a relationship with her I want to be able to do that because I, 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 I really do miss hanging out with her and being around her but I know in my head that just being around her and hanging out with her will cause all these feelings to well up again and the 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 countdown to like oh when are we going to be in a relationship clock will start and as soon as it hits zero for me and you know nothing's happened that's usually when I start getting in that fear state and doubt I try really try hard to push past it but then I, I just I just feel like oh well what like it's not it's not happening the way I thought it would or it's taking too long you know is is it not going to happen am I just am I just going to be you know this friend forever and it's hard like because that the, there's an undeniable emotional connection and into intimacy that is that is just it's brewing under the surface for me I don't know if it's I don't know if it's even there for her I don't know I can guess that it is and she's hiding it very well and um she's denying it because of fear like I I have denied you know certain things with our relationship to progress as friends like we're both denying things and not letting things happen and thus we're in this situation like if we were both perfect people with our chakras balanced you know and our emotional stability 100% we probably would have been able to be friends and let the love grow naturally and be in a relationship like that yeah and that's what I'm trying that's where I'm trying to get to that's where I'm trying to get to but it really, it really sucks because I think it's like my the fears that bubble up and I, then I lash out at her in a not in an angry way but in a very defensive innocent like I just don't know what to do like way it hurts her and it's happened I want to say it's six times now and it's mostly because of the fact I cannot let go of the past and I can and she's she's very she's very wise for and well no she's not wise for her age she's because well she's wise for her age but she's wise because of what she's been through and it's just it's like she said a lot of things to me and she's given me so much advice that I try to listen to and use because it's true and I see what she's saying and I understand what she's saying but like hearing it and seeing it and trying to do it are two different things than actually having it work you know I'm Hmm. It sucks because all I do, all I want is to be able to talk to her and be there for her and, and, and not let these, these things that are of, of, of the past get in the way.
that's all I want. Like, I just want to be able to, like, like, we were doing so good before the pandemic. Like, we were, like, really, we were having great conversations. There was, there was a flam, there was a, a vibrancy and a, a lightness to it. You know? And I fucked it up because she was being vulnerable and expressing herself and I judged her on the way she expressed herself because it wasn't the way I, I wanted her to express herself. And it was, it was absolutely, it was absolutely stupid. And that's the, I mean, that's a mistake I made and that's something now I'm, I'm looking back at and learning like, just because she expressed herself a different way doesn't mean it's wrong. Like, that's the way she expressed herself. I need to learn to support her. Especially if, you know, if I do love her and I do want a relationship with her. I'm gonna have, I need to, I need to support her. You know. It's hard. It's hard, guys. It's been an hour. I don't want to keep going. I don't want to, but... Thanks for listening. This actually helped a lot to like to be able to get this all out onto something that I I'll I'll, I'll probably listen back to it. It feels good to just talk, you know. I wish that I could be able to tell her all this. And we could talk about it. But I know that she's not in a... I don't know if she's in a place to... Extend herself emotionally and open herself up like that. We're all going through a rough a rough patch right now with the pandemic going on. So... I guess this is like the second best thing that will help... I'm going to try to get you guys out a proper episode. Um, I need to, I need, I think I need to get back into this because I think this is going to help me. This is, this helps ground me. I don't know what I'm saying. It does help ground me. So I definitely need to get back into getting this stuff back up and get, get some more episodes going. You know, I took a little month break, so I'm going to come back though. Don't worry guys. So, oh man, I'm just stretching, sorry. No, but I, I, I still, I still, I love the person that I'm talking to now. I'm not talking about my ex. I'm talking about the person I'm talking about right now. I still love her a lot, even though I get doubts in my head and be like, "Oh, just, just walk away. It's not a big deal." She's not saying anything, anyways. It doesn't seem like she wants to talk to you. You know, she wants to give up. Like that's one of the things she pointed out, which I never realized, is that I was, I was bullied. I was bullied in the past. That's through throughout school. You know, on weight, my race, I'm Native American, so 
I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. I stuck out like a fat sore thumb, a fat sore indigenous thumb. And so I got I got teased about that and made fun of and just straight up racism and um, a lot of physical bull a lot of physical bullying that I could have stopped. Like I was I was a, I was a tall kid and I was a little bit bigger than most. Uh, I was husky. I wasn't fat, and I let it happen to me, and I didn't stop it. And I could have stopped it, but I didn't want to because, I, I, in my head, I didn't want the other person to get in trouble, because I would feel bad, even though they were the ones hurting me. Like that was my mind. That was my mindset. Because some of these people were actually like, I consider I thought were friends. Um, but they treated me like shit, and I let them do it. And I was still friends with them after all that shit, which I probably shouldn't have been. But back when you're that in the early two thousands, like in my mind, like oh, if you show them you're weak, they'll keep on doing it. So. I just became stone cold Steve Austin and just let it happen and never showed emotion and they got bored of that and they stopped doing it. Yeah, it worked, but it came at the cost of me getting hurt and being emotionally scarred for a few uh, the rest of my life, basically. And now I'm trying to separate those pains and fears and doubts from my relationships. Which, which, um, I give credit to the person I'm talking to now told me to do. That's one of the reasons why I love her so much is that she, she, she always wants to support me and help me through, through anything, through all the hard parts that I'm going through. And the hardest part right now is not having her here to talk to when I'm going through just hard stuff. And it sucks because I know I I can't go to her and tell her like, hey, you know, Oh, I'm hurting, I have this, I can't go to her and do that, because one, I judged her when he did, when she did that to me, and I, I don't have the right to go to her and ask for her emotional support right now, I have, the only right I have is to listen to her and be here and supportive of her until she decides to let me back in. And I have to respect that. And that's one other thing she taught me. So. It's, it's, it's hard. Because all I want is to be able to talk to her. And, and have her talk to me. I just want us to both be able to open up to each other. And not be afraid I guess. I know we're both afraid. It's going to take time. 
and I don't mind that. I just wish we had time to hang out and do things. But this pandemic is stupid and not allowing us to do that. And the fact that my family's moving makes it even more difficult because there's really no, for me, there's no end in sight for, like, not seeing her. Because mostly I'll probably be... I maybe I might, I might be moved out during the pandemic and I still won't be able to see her really. Granted, I am I am not staying up in Oregon or well Oregon. You don't know where they're living, but granted, I'm not staying up in Oregon for the rest of my life. I'm only going up there to help them move and um, like kind of settle them in and help them probably you know fix up the house, do all that stuff for a couple weeks. Uh, and then I'll head back down to SAC. You know, and that's a couple months away, probably. I'm hoping by August, by fall, I'll be able to see her. If she wants to ever see me again, I don't know. I really don't know. I've done a lot to... I'm surprised with all this shit that I've put her through that she hasn't walked away from me. But again, that's a testament to her character. I've said things that I've not meant, and I've said things that have hurt her. But... She keeps... She keeps supporting me and coming back, no matter what. And I'm worried one of these days I'm, it's going to be the end of the line, and it's just going to be like... She's not going to support me anymore because it's it's too much. And I feel like it's gotten to that point where I think it's she's on the verge of, like, it's... I think she's on the verge of telling herself, like, is this too much? Like, do I just need to walk away from this because it's not changing? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame her at all if she did. I, I, I would... As sad it is, as sad as it is, I would almost encourage her to walk away. Or at least to I don't know to allow me to figure this all out. I don't know. I'm trying my I'm trying my hardest to really, 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 really change change the way I think in 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 relationships now. Especially with like her being my friend. Like I have to change my thought process. And do I have doubts like, oh, maybe she doesn't love me at all. Maybe she's just, you know, maybe she just liked hanging out and that was it and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, that goes through my mind a lot. But I really try to counter it with all the things she's done for me and all the support she's given me. And I know that a lot of the doubts is just, it's the bully. It's the bully in me that's trying to push me into the corner and tell me I don't deserve it. Like every, like everyone else in my life that I, that's bullied me. They saw me as worthless and expendable. 
when they were able to get away with what they did. Now I'm trying to fight that. Trying to get that bully to go away so I can have an emotionally stable relationship with someone that I love. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Am I trying? Yeah, I'm trying my best. Will I make mistakes? Yeah, I'll make probably more. I'll probably make a million more mistakes in my life. But I'd rather it be with her than anyone else. She understands me as a person. But I just hope that I don't... I don't want to push her away. That's not what I want. And deep down I know I'm a good person. I know that I don't mean the things I say. And I know what kind of person I am when I'm not this way. I'm a loving generous, accepting person that's willing to do anything for someone that I love. I'm willing to do anything for her. The hardest thing the hardest thing I had to do was tell her no when she asked me to if I could watch her dogs or watch her dog. I wanted to go, I wanted to do it so bad. Granted, I I know that right now it's not the best time during the pandemic. And, you know, she reassured me, like, it was Lysol, blah, blah, blah. But, and I know, I didn't even ask my parents, but I know if I did, they'd be like, no, that's not a good idea, you need to stay home. So, I made made the decision on my own, because I kind of already knew that it wasn't going to happen, but... I would have 100% gone over there and looked after her dog just to, I guess in a way, redeem myself somehow for what I've done to her. Because that's the kind of person I am. And it, 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 it gets, it kind of sucks because it turns me into a yes man. And at that moment, it was the hardest decision I had to make because I was like, do I go and help her out and, you know, be a good friend and, you know, I could see her at least? Or do I, do I, for the safety of, like, my family and, like, the virus and all that, do I stay home? It took a lot of convincing because I really, 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 really wanted to go and just see her for, like, with a couple of minutes I would see her and then she would leave but I'm kind of glad I didn't go I guess in a way I feel like I'd be just disappointed because I know we're both not on an emotional stable level so in my head I'm like oh I'll be able to see her and we'll hug and it'll be great but in reality, I'll, I would show up, and she would probably be somewhat reserved and cold. 
and she wouldn't we wouldn't hug because blah 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 pandemic six foot distance and she would leave and then I would just be there hanging out with the dog contemplating wondering why that went that went the way it went and I would beat myself beat myself up over it and be like oh, I shouldn't have done this it was stupid blah 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 and then I get home and be disappointed and sad and blah and all that. That's only because I had expectation, and I, that's one of the things I have to stop doing. But I am proud of myself for saying no. Not just because I wanted to say no, but I needed to. In any other situation, I would have went over and helped her, and watched the dog. I feel guilty, like, not doing it sometimes, too. Like, I, f- I, I felt guilty after saying I couldn't do it because, like, like, technically I can. I mean, I just don't want to get, bring home, the poss- like, possibly the virus to my family. But I was willing to, like, put myself at risk and go, like, take care of her dog to appease her in a way. But I'm glad I said no and, like, stood my ground emotionally and as an individual anyways I'm ranting Uh, I think I've vented enough (sighs) thank you for anyone who listened there's not a lot of people on here that are listening to my podcast I think there's only like maybe four people that I've seen that popped up so um Go ahead and this one you don't need you don't have to share this or like it. You know, you can like it, you don't have to share it. You can comment though. You don't need to repost it. Uh, you can heart this and comment on it. Uh, give me your thoughts. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? What's going through your head right now? Um, is there anything that I can do to help you out a little bit maybe (sighs) you want me to like talk about something on the next podcast maybe give me some ideas Um, I love you guys a lot there's a lot of shit going on on YouTube with Keemstar and H3H3 and uh, I'm debating if I want to talk about it really debating but I love you guys Uh, go listen to some of my other podcast episodes and like them Uh, repost them comment oh excuse me I'm I'm, I'm hiccuping (sighs) go give love to my other episodes and share them love them repost comment Make sure you follow the podcast if you aren't following. I mean, if you even like the content. If you don't like the content, that's completely fine. There's there's definitely a podcast out there for you. Sorry that this one didn't work for you. <laughs> no hard feelings, huh? But I love you all the same. I hope you guys have a great evening, night, morning, day, twilight, dusk witching hour 
wherever, whatever time you are in, have a good time. Make sure you get some sunshine. It's good for you. And also, do something hands-on, work on something, even if it's like a puzzle or working on electronics, maybe. Do something with your hands. We don't do enough with our hands. We gotta be. We have to be more. Um, is it tactile? It helps. It keeps your brain uh, focused and uh, like less idly, and your brain isn't going all over the place trying to figure out what to do. So do something with your hands. Some clay, whatever. Do something creative. Write, draw. It helps me. All right, guys. I love you. I'll, uh, I will see if I can get an episode out maybe tomorrow night or the next night. I'll have to come out to see, look at my notes and ideas and see what I can do. But you'll have another episode coming out soon. Alright guys. Go save the world. I love you.